I feel like Rune is the dirtiest talker of the series. Do you agree? I know, and I love it. He literally says, and I wrote it down, folks. <laughs> oh my god. Said, Suck me like you mean it, you little bitch. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Romance and the Monsters. I'm M. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And this week we read uh, Sweet Ruin by Cressley Cole. We are on book, what, 17 of the series? No, 16 <laughs> of the series. 15. Wait, which one is it? 15. We're close to the end. We are close to read. the end, folks. Um, it's been a long time coming. And this book is about Rune and... Josephine. <laughs> in Marge's defense, she read this book like months and months ago. Yeah, in my defense, I thought we were going to record this a while ago. Um, it didn't happen, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this book is about Joe and Rune. Seth. All right. Well, uh, we start off basically with a flashback right off the bat. And it's when our heroine was a child. So she was like nine, I think. And we find out she is Thaddeus' older sister. So yeah. Thaddeus is someone we met since, like, book 10. Who saw that coming, first of all? Did you? I didn't. No, when I read it the first time, nope. <laughs> that was exciting, though. I know, I know. Because, like, I don't know, I, I was intrigued by Thaddeus, like, when we first met him. But, like, I wasn't ready for his book. Well, also because I feel like so many of the characters in the series don't have a family and then Thaddeus is so human in so many ways like he's not but he's so he's the most human like character I feel like so you're like yeah I want you to have a family and he does which is great I know and like obviously you know like what he's been through with the order and like being a prisoner and all of that so it was good to know that he had someone always fighting for him in his like his own corner he never knew that she existed um, cause you know, he was like a baby when they got separated. Um, they were in the system and things happened and they got found by a librarian who later becomes dad's mom. So Miss B, like we've always heard about her. Um, it's nice to know the origins of that relationship. Um, and basically Joe at nine years old was kind of a badass and took out the city gangster, but ends up dying. Um, obviously she doesn't end up dying. She gets, I guess resurrected um she thinks she's a ghost at first or a zombie but then she ends up realizing she's a vampire because she thirsts for blood but she's also a fan a phantom so like of course she was gonna come back to life (laughs) yeah but she doesn't figure that out until later but yeah she is a phantom slash vampire um and then we end up meeting rune who finally we get information on the morrier morrier the bringers of doom Mm-hmm. And we finally meet Orion. Orion. Ooh. I got <laughs> thoughts on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, we don't even know what he is, to be honest, because he always alters his appearance. We know he's Nyx's mate to be. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay, okay. But he that's to be. written in the stars. Come on. So, yeah. Although, one of the plots in this book, so Rune is tasked with going back to Gaia, which is Earth, and killing Nyx, and that was given to him by Orion. Um, if, like, Nyx was his mate, why do you think, you know, killing her was, like, his, like, you know, his motive? Or was it his motive? Because so many of the couples in this series, it's, like, that's what they want in in the beginning. They're, like, tasked with killing this people, the, this person, and they're, like, oh, fuck, she's my mate. Unless that wasn't his motive. Like, does he know? He doesn't know. He also seems to know things happening before they happen. So, like, I don't know if he... That wasn't his ultimate goal was to kill Nyx. Like, maybe it was something else that, like, I can't figure out yet, but, like... I think it's just this game between them. I just think they're playing cat and mouse. Yeah, it's their But there ain't no mouse in this house. It's just cats. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's just their their version of foreplay, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Anyways, we find out that our main man, Rune, is a serious man whore. Mm. He is also half demon, half fae, making him a dark fae. Um, and we know that his fluids are poisonous. That means his, you know, everything Semen. that goes along. His saliva. Too. His his blood, um, you know. Uh, anyways, we meet him. Well, our guest, our heroine meets him while he's fucking four nymphs. <laughs> um, is he fucking four? He's not fucking all four of them, but the... the- the other three are kind of watching and waiting for their turn, right? I think he already yeah. did that. Did them. <laughs> and then it's the fourth one's turn, and then he, like, kind of comes, but does it? Like, well, he can, because like, he would kill her. No, no, no. Like, he, like, you know, he reached his climax, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, until yeah. he's with his mate, he can't release any mm. sperm. Yeah, anyway, so that's how our heroine met our stand-up man, Rune. How wild are these meet-cutes, though? Like, in what other series would you meet the hero that way and be totally cool with it? In what other series? Like, you just don't, right? I I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm not reading the right series, but just feels like a really wild thing. No, it it was pretty wild. And, like, I just, like, I love how she was kind of mocking him and laughing at him as, like, as he was, you know, going in there with the nymph. And, like, yeah, she was just laughing. Because, like, he wasn't obviously into it. He's done it for, like, thousands and thousands of years. He's, like, 7,000 years old and, like... He, he was doing it for information, wasn't he? Yeah. So, basically, yeah. what he does is he exchanges uh, his body and sexual pleasure for intel and information on his targets or, like, anyone else in the lore. Um, and he just, yeah, that's what he does. And the nymphs are apparently very good information sources. Um, because they're with everyone else and because they live in trees and in water and like they just have the ears everywhere. So Joe is instantly intrigued by him and then she ends up drinking his blood, which she could ingest. And basically, Rune's just on board as soon as like he uh, gets a hit of her fangs. Kind of reminded me of Lachlan, how Lachlan, after you know, giving blood the first time, he was like take everything from me <laughs> you know what I mean but the like, difference with Lachlane and him was that Lachlane hated vampires whereas like Rune true. doesn't really have a bias mm, yeah I guess I guess 
But it's just funny to see like these big alpha males suddenly yeah. being like, I am food for you. That's all I am now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyways, to end things up really quickly, um, Joe wants an exclusive relationship or like, you know, to be exclusively with just each other. And Rune doesn't do monogamy. He's never tried it, nor does he want to. And anyways, they end up joining forces um, because Joe finds out that Thad knows Nyx. And we know Rune wants to kill Nyx. And Nyx kind of uses the pavement to, uh, you know, wipe the pavement with, uh, with Joe. And poor thing got beat up real bad. And um, it leads Joe to think that she's holding Thad captive and thus starts their trek across country to kill little Nixie. Nix is insane in this book. I love it. I know. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So what did you think of the book overall? S, let's start with you. Um, I enjoyed it. I really loved. Well, first of all, Rune's a fucking idiot. Um, yeah yes <laughs> real fucking idiot like i really loved him up up until like a certain point i'm just like nope yeah i got flashbacks of like bowen oh my god yes. Bowen. yes fucking idiots but um i enjoyed it i feel like they had like for some reason i felt like they had like a really like uh cute moment mm-hmm. okay i really love joe i feel like she was she kind of reminded me like kind of like reagan Mm. A little bit of Carol. She was a fun character. I really loved her. What about you, Seth? Um, Upon your reread. I enjoyed it the second time around. I enjoyed the characters. I loved the story. And like I said, they had really cute moments. And I felt like they were kind of... This sounds weird, but I kind of feel like they were the most human couple. Mm. Interesting. In the sense where, like, because Joe is, like, 25 and she has no idea about the lore... Like, it kind of caused him to find that humanity again inside him and, like, kind of be on the same page with her despite him being 7,000 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just felt like they had a more human-like relationship. I can see that. Yeah. And, like, the problems, obviously, like, they were there. But I don't know. I just felt like they grew so much as a couple together, like, as people. And I also loved how uh, this book delivered on the bloody uh, BJs. Well, Okay. <laughs> I got something to say about that. I thought it delivered. Okay, here's the thing. It's the third one in the series. I was like, okay, first time, exciting, weird, wild, here for it. Second time, I was like, okay, still here for it. This is the third time that she mentions bloody blowjobs in the series. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little bit old at this point. Really? I felt like this one really delivered oh. on the bloody blowjobs. I just, it feels like every time there is a woman that can bite... She's like, bloody blowjob. <laughs> I don't know. To me, Well, it's because like... if you think about it, that's where, like, a lot of the male's blood is. So, of course, you know, you would kind of want to. Sure. I'm just talking about, like, I'm not talking like... about, is does it make sense? I'm talking about, is it exciting to me? And the third time, it wasn't as exciting to me because I was like, been there, done that. Well, you're allowed to like it. I liked it. I just like how, like, I just. Cressy Cole is, you know, kinky, and I, I love to see it, and I love to read about it, and I love how much Rune loved those bloody blowjobs, and I loved all the, you know, the feeding scenes, because I found they were very kinky, and, like, Rune was just so on board, and it kind of was, I mean, like, obviously Lothair and, like, his blowjobs and, like, his feeding times were a bit, like, they weren't shaded. He was, like, you know, excited to have a female vampire, 
Um, I don't know. I'm just like going off of like Lachlan and like how much he felt shame after certain scenes. And in this one, Rune was like, I'm fully on board. Well, I mean, yeah, because to him, it was like he never thought he could ever do that, period, because he's poisonous. So it's like he never he probably never thought about his blood being drunk by anyone. Um, You know what yeah. did not deliver, though? What? Cressley Cole mentions spankings and it does not happen oh my gosh again 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 she mentioned it and didn't deliver Presley Cole right. please just once I, I actually it did happen <laughs> once with my man Rydstrom which is the only goddamn man in these 18 there's 18 men in the series and only one of them has delivered on the goddamn spanking Cressley Cole we gotta chat like this is not okay this ratio is terrible it's a war crime against me all right it's a whole crime against me. That's I what it agree. is. Um, anyways, my opinion of the book is that um, I enjoyed it, but I will say it did. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in the sense that I was expecting more just because it was so hyped up because it's like you have Lothair and then you have yeah. Sweet Ruin. And those are like the two books that uh, people rave about the most. I guess I'm a Lothair girl officially <laughs> that's where my allegiance Yay. falls um but I don't know to me it was like I like the characters separately I really like who they are and how they're built and I like them but mm -hmm. I, I didn't necessarily feel the sparks together or you know was particularly invested in like them together I don't know there was something missing for me there which I don't know. I, I, I can't really put the finger on what it is that was missing for me. Just that something was sort of keeping me from being like, oh, yeah, this is one of my like ride or die couples in this series. And I will say that like S, um, I don't know. I was like, I wanted to be supportive of Rune. But then towards the end, man, he started making decisions that I was like, you goddamn idiot. I, you're frustrating me right yeah. now like that one scene where um i don't know he he for whatever reason i don't remember maybe you can help me out here um he needed to fuck a nymph and he wanted to yeah. he wanted to go through with it and he was really going yeah. to go through with it and that's the scene where i was like why are yes. you doing this yeah. at yes. this point in the story that's a little weird to me and, like, I get it, but I don't get it, you know? And then the fact that he kept saying towards the end, I guess he said that he was kind of, like, manipulating her as well. Mm. And that he he was going to try to change, I don't know how it was, that he was going to try to get her, try to convince her to be okay with him fucking other people. Because that was, like, yeah. part of his business or whatever. Yeah. Like, that part, I was just like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, like, so for that scene, he was trying to get information, like, a way into Val Hall and to get that so he was thinking like i'm she is she gonna be more mad at me not being able to save her brother or more mad at me you know sleeping with another woman he doesn't equate like sex with i guess intimacy mm. and love no for sure not he's been doing it for seven thousand yeah, yeah. years um so for him it was kind of like wait why is she getting mad about it like i don't like hold the same importance and then like it kind of kicked in he's like how I view feeding as, like, something private and intimate with just her, she views sex the same way. And, like, it wasn't necessarily that he woke up and was like, yeah, no, never mind. Like, this is wrong. Like, he obviously couldn't get it up. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like it was more so, like, he didn't realize how how important it was to her. And, like, 
as someone that has been living for so long and like had the past that he had like you know as a sex slave and then a forced like someone like he was forced into prostitution mm-hmm. and like at such such a young age I just feel like sex has always been his way of survival well yeah and he even mentions at some point that um because of the abuse that he's gone through he feels like he's two people um and so and he says that he uses sex as more of a weapon um and he was sort of forced to become this assassin that he never wanted to be and so yeah you're right that like Mm -hmm. to him sex was never equated with something like intimacy and uh, monogamy and like you know being in love and having a relationship like to him it was always just the this weapon that he can use to get you know whatever end he's trying to get um so so yeah you're right uh it's just like that's the sort of thing that i guess i expect of a character like him maybe like 50 percent in the first 50 percent and then you hope that he's Mm -hmm. made you know a little bit of i don't know does that make sense like it was quite far in the book (laughs) like like 70 or 80 percent into the book and at that point i'm like i was kind of hoping you would have realized this sooner or like you're in the process of realizing this but i guess they weren't like you know put in that situation earlier you know like the climax was happening they had to go save that and like obviously you know when things get tough real problems start coming out you know yeah Yeah. not that i agree with what he did he's still a piece of shit but i understand why this piece of shit did this plus like now that i think about it like the interesting thing with those two is maybe that he doesn't understand intimacy or has never felt it before or like you know been intimate Mm -mm. with someone but and on the flip side for joe she yearns for affection like so much it's such a huge thing for her um she says at one point if she had someone real of her own he'd own her heart and that would anchor her to him he'd never let her float away because she has this like fear of yeah and i the whole like floating away concept i kind of take it as like her fearing that she's just gonna disappear that like she's just gonna exist without anyone knowing that she exists type of thing like she's just invisible to everyone um and she has this thing which she calls like her favorite drug and it's like essentially she enters someone's body and like lets herself feel the love that the other person in the couple is giving Mm -hmm. to that person because that's her only way of feeling this like affection which is in Sane when you think about it but like so sad so deeply sad yeah so marge our ghosts could be living inside us right now meaning you know not that way but another way why does that sound fucking sexual <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to go for like emotions like she's so okay but it's true, like, it's so fucking sad that, like, you're so invisible yeah. to the world around you that you're desperate for someone to anchor you to them, and yep. then your only way of feeling that is to enter the privacy of so- of someone else, of becoming someone yep. else. Like, it's just... And she even takes little mementos from them as well, so she remembers that experience yeah. and remembers those emotions that those people felt. Like that wedding night, and it's just like so sad. when she she was like someone's bride for a wedding night or whatever. I was like, Oof. yeah, sad, yeah, so sad. sad. 
And I, I kind of don't know that the book made it sound that sad. With Rune, like, his situation of him being um, used when he was younger. Like, it was like it was sad, but it didn't deliver it as sad, mm. at least for me. But when yeah. you actually sit down and think about it, like, he went through a lot. and Yeah. And at such a young yeah. age. And... But, like, I mean, if you think about it, her last meaningful connection with someone was sad. And, like, she couldn't have him. She left him when he was, like, a year or two years old. Oh, that was tragic how it ended, too. Yeah. So. Exactly. So she comes back, and obviously Miss V and her husband all think that she died, and she came as a ghost to take Thaddeus away. And, like, she just got sent away. And, like, obviously Miss V didn't know about the lore. And, like, that's just so sad. And she comes back to see Thaddeus happy with a puppy, and she's like, he's better off here. It's so sad. That her only family forgot about her. That's like one of my phobias in life. Like just being forgotten. <laughs> Ever since I was yeah. a kid, I was like, well, what I if would I never just... forget you, Mark. Like, what if everyone forgets about me? <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, and and so I think that the thing that they actually really connect on is the fact that both of them have a life of limitations. Because for him, mm-hmm. sex was always like, I can't do this. I can't taste that. I can't put that there. I can't do this. Like, it was always, I can't, I can't, I can't. But I have to because that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> and for her, it yeah. was always like, I, I can't have this thing that I want so deeply. So I, I think it's kind of cute that, you know, that's the thing that connects them. <laughs> but it's also, it was his misinterpretation of what his role was in the Moriere. Um, or Orion basically said, um, your role wasn't to be like, you know, using sex to get information. That was never what I chose you for. And he's like, like, I only have one witch. I only have one dragon shifter. I only have one this and this and this. And then, and then, you know, he ended up calling him Archer and like, that was his name. It wasn't like something like, um, sex fiend or like man whore or like, I don't know, whatever, you know, like that was never his title. It was always Archer. And then that's when it hit Rune. My role has always been Archer. Like that's the only thing I've ever been known as. And like, it kind of like obviously lifted a weight off of his shoulders. But like, if only Orion would have cleared that up with him earlier. But I guess like Orion didn't have a reason to do that until he. But I also think it's it shows because he himself like Rune himself calls himself a, a, a whore multiple times in the book and so i do think it just comes from his own assumptions about himself about his worth he thought that was all that was worthy in him so he was like all right well i'll use this then because that's all people want me for that's all i've ever been you know used for so yeah it it makes sense that like to him archer was like never it never crossed his his mind that it was only for that that he was wanted by orion i know and it's so sad that he started off so young. Like McReeve, he was, like, in his McReeve. young teens when he started. Just because the stupid queen promised him his mother, and his mother was dead. Some of these storylines, man, they are fucked up. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> you just mentioned McReeve, which I had completely forgotten, but that was fucked up. I know. Wait, he was nine, right? He started at nine until he was 13. And McCreeve? So he was yeah. younger than Rune, yeah. right? Yeah. Cressy Cole, where does your mind go sometimes? This is a dark, cold yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. There was also, um, Malcolm was also a sex slave, wasn't he? 
I feel like he was a slave. He might have been a blood... Oh, yeah, that's what it was. He was a blood slave to a man, but then the man was also using him for sex. Yes. It was disgusting, oh, yeah, too. He was young funny. as well. His mother yeah. sold him. It was Ugh. a whole thing. Yes. His mother sold <sighs> him. Cressley Cole! Why you gotta be so depressing with these storylines? <laughs> uh, but, you know, you have to appreciate how she's capable of, like, mixing in these, like, really depressing storylines, but then yeah, making them funny and, like, entertaining and, like, at the end you're satisfied yeah. and you feel like the characters are in a better place. And, like, it's never looming over the story in a way that, like, it's so heavy no. all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, no, I can enjoy myself and also have a character who had a fucked up past. <laughs> exactly so exactly and i really enjoy that she i think cressy cole is really really good at writing obviously but like i also think nyx is one of her best written characters despite her not really having povs down agreed cosign and why why i brought her up is like she played rune and joe so so well in this book (laughs) like she knew rune would possess the phoenix feather and obviously, we know her full name is Phoenix. Um, and, it, like, I don't know if he used that to knock out, the, like, the Scourge, the red, you know, female things that protect the Val Hall and the Valkyrie in there. Um, you know, like, they have their hair, and apparently their time was up, meaning that the Scourge would possess the Valkyrie. Um, but because they couldn't protect them, their, kind, their contract was kind of null and void, and it just it didn't they couldn't continue their relationship. So they had to start, I think, start from refresh. I don't remember if they left. Anyways, all I know is the Valkyrie, because of Rune, um, are free from the Scourge. And she also knew about Joe's vow to not drink blood if she wasn't included in the plot to kill her. And so Miss Nix made him nullify the vow by saying he would stop all attempts on her life. So again, Nix was like, not gonna die by you like she just like planned it so well so badass i love her she's crazy (laughs) as hell but she's just like remember lothair with his supposedly like thousand endings that he needed to like you know figure out nix is over here like having exponentially exponentially more things to figure out and make happen and she's doing the damn thing She's doing it. Yeah, and I'm like, Nick, bravo. Sometimes you do really questionable things, but I love you. Can we also talk about how amazing she is at forming alliances? Oh. Like, the fact that Lothair was there just hanging out and was like, yeah, I'll protect you guys, I guess. I'm here. <laughs> and then, like, I just, like, love how nonchalant, like, everyone there was. And, like, the house was, like, teeming with, like, all these different creatures from the lore, all because of Nick. Like, she kind of unified yeah, all of them. yeah. Love her. Love to be her. I wish oh, I could girl, be her. Same. Did you have any, like, um, things that you liked about this book, S? Like, any scenes that you really, like, really stood out for you? I think the one of the scenes that I really liked was the scene where they kind of open up with each other, Rune and Joe. And I think that's what pissed me off a lot was because... I feel like they kind of like got each other. They understood and he was mm. willing to be that person, that anchor for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the scenes that I really. But I then really, he I turns really around and he, he And then he turns and he, ru- he ruined it for me. Yeah. He really did. 
But I can I just say I really liked the ending where he decided to give her that space that she needed with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like he was still there, but he respected her boundaries. Like I just loved how realistic and healthy human like that was. Like respecting <laughs> people's yes. How healthy it was, respecting people's Lock boundaries. Like I never. love that he did that. <laughs> no compromise. <laughs> And you know what? In 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 when I was doing like the whole rating thing, and I, um when I was reading, and I was thinking of like, oh, you know what? I was like, I think this is Rune is gonna take uh Lock Lane's spot. I was like, it's gonna happen. Like the girls are gonna be proud. And <laughs> can you can you imagine like her number one being a dark face slash uh what is he demon? No vampire. No demon. Demon. De- demon. Can you imagine? On S's list, <laughs> breaking news. Well, I mean, he was a different species than all of us. Yeah, so but like, then I'm I guessing from this that, um, spoiler alert, I don't think it he's happened. He's in last spot? So. No. He's in last spot, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, we still have Cian left, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe he'll steal her heart. How did you feel about his introduction in this? How did, wait, we didn't even talk about the Moriar. How did you guys feel about the new side of things? So, like, they're apparently, like, the opposing side of this accession, basically. Which is inter- an interesting thing to do 18 books into this series, I feel like. But, you know. <laughs> he never gets boring with Presley Cole. How did you feel, S, about all these new characters coming in? The plot widens a lot. <laughs> No, right? New characters, new love. Interesting. Um, which one's the one where um where he completely shifted into like his animal form or Ooh, it was like it the, the, dragon? Ooh, the dragon guy? Werewolf. Was it the original werewolf? Oh where he was already like in his form and he was like stuck in it? The rock or something like that? Is it was it a werewolf or was it the dragon? I swear he was in one of the werewolf sorry, the light gay books. Like in the forest. I remember them mentioning uh, the rock. Oh perhaps. Oh, really? Maybe. Maybe he was lurking, you know. I think it's interesting. They have a lot of the OGs. They have the oldest vampire with them. They have the oldest Lyke, like one of the first ones. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have Orion, which, you know, is clearly quite old. And, you know, like, I just, I feel like they're the, they're like the, (laughs) they're like the, the boomers coming back and being like, we're going to reclaim this space. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, because Blaze, the first vampire, literally wears old clothes. Yeah. I'm literally picturing um, Louis from Interview with a Vampire. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who I'm picturing as Blaze. And I'm like, great. I would love to see him try to adapt to Earth today. Yeah. Doesn't it feel, though, like Nyx belongs with them? Like, why is Nyx yeah. here? Like, why Lothair and Nyx, they're both here, but then everyone else that's, like, in the same league as them is with the other ones. Like, what happened there? I just... As much as, like, Lothair was kind of lost and kind of lost his humanity for Mm. a second, I feel like they're still very much human-like and they still very much respect human life and, like, kind of want that connection. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like if Nyx loses that connection with, like, the world itself, then maybe she could join her husband. Sure. I I love how you tried to rationalize... Lothair, of all people, <laughs> who is not. <laughs> Shut up! They already have a vampire. They're not taking my man. Fine. Uh, they, they have, have the oldest place. vampire, which I was I was eyeing him. I was like, who that? Because I do like me vampires, I apparently. Want his book. So, like, I'm interested. 
show me what you I'm got. also interested by the um the dragon shifter mm. guy um just the idea of him shifting into a dragon I know Krusty Cole would give us some like like kinky stuff do you think he's got a weird dick like a scaly <laughs> dick maybe okay I don't know what scaly <laughs> ew it's all soft shed, you know. it's all soft it's not it's not like <laughs> you know scale shed so imagine that shedding inside Ugh, maybe barf. it comes maybe it goes in but then the scales like make it unable to come out until completion and then it can like a knot yeah, like a like a scaly knot that's not a knot. Not, like, not at the base of it. Like, just the whole penis is just scales. But then when it goes in, it's smooth. But then when it tries to go so out, it can't go out. <laughs> Ooh, wouldn't that rip you apart? Wouldn't that be so abrasive? <laughs> okay, Cressley Cole, please write his book so we know what his dick looks like. I bet like you it's regular like. dick. Thank you. She loves regular dicks, um, unfortunately for us. But she loves piercings. Oh, oh my gosh. Joe had piercings. Did oh, she? That's right. Loved it. Yeah. Yep. She had a clip piercing and two nipple piercings. Oh my God. That yeah. is right. But this time, yeah, we actually got to see them in action. Yeah, we did. Because Malcolm, Malcolm disappointed with mm-hmm. his four uh, <laughs> dick piercings, unfortunately. I know. So. I know. That was so sad. Anyways, we're so pervy. Let's move on. Can we, well, I mean, can we stay on the, <laughs> on the subject matter just to <laughs> say that um, I feel like Rune is the dirtiest talker of the series. Do you agree? I know. And I love yeah. it. He literally says, and I wrote it down, folks. <laughs> he oh, my God. Said, Suck me like you mean it, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like. If this was anyone else, I'd be like, what the fuck? But it's Rune, and it makes sense. So yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, Rune. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah, it was hot. And, like, I remember because I finished it, like, I think two days ago, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I love this, but I shouldn't. But I yeah, didn't. exactly. It's like, I shouldn't like this, but I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, an, an, an interesting thing here is that uh, you talked about the nymphs. We actually get a new perspective yeah. on the nymphs in this book because we have Dolly, we do. Dolly, 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 yeah. um, who yeah. is a nymph, but she's really not like anything we've seen before. She's like, I don't know. I, I really liked how we got this new perspective because it's like they are not just sex crazed beings. Mm-hmm. It's kind of no. like, um, remember uh, McCreeve's love interest? What was her name? Chloe, Chloe. she was a succubi and like remember how the whole perspective of this world on succubi was like oh they're just sex crazed you know sex crazed people blah blah blah. and then turns out they're not really um so I got it I kind of got the same feeling here of like hey we have you know we always always thought that the nymphs were this thing but then like you have Dolly who's like wait I'm actually pretty normal (laughs) you know and I don't know I like that because we don't like pejorative I just think, uh, portrayals here. Yeah, and I enjoyed seeing that side of her. And I think, obviously, like the succubi, they need to have sex. Like, I honestly think they just need it. And, like, maybe they go, you know, bouts without it. And, like, they kind of go nymphomaniac-like. Um, hence why, you know, that name came from them. Yeah, I liked her, and I'm kind of, I kind of want to know more, like, about the nymphs, but, like, through her eyes. I wouldn't mind reading a book with her. I liked her. Can we also talk about Desh? He had more, yes. I guess, page time in this one. How did you guys feel about him? <laughs> My pirate. 
I love him. I want him to have a book. Yeah. He deserves a book. He, after this, after reading this one, I was like, okay, he does deserve one. Really? He really does. Okay. I wasn't. Yeah. I was just like, I don't no. understand why this is the hill that Seth decided to die on. <laughs> why? He's so adorable he and he's so respectful. Yeah. He's just a goddamn pirate. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Picture like a hot ass pirate. But listen. He is a demon. He demon is a demon. Pirate. He is a demon, which gives him points. In and my his book. horns apparently are really big. So I'm yeah. just saying, give me Dash's book. That's all I want. Yeah, I'm just saying that him and Joe could have, could have, you know, him and Joe could have done it. Yeah, have sex. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Uh, I wasn't like opposed to it. Probably because I wasn't as into her and Rune, so I was like, oh, here's another option. I'm not against it. You know. I just think he deserves it. He seems to always lose the girl in the end. Like, you know, like not lose the girl like he had a chance. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's like a player. He's like having fun. Yeah. I know. But just for my sake, I think he needs to have at least one positive experience. Sure. I don't know. I just don't know. I just think he needs a book. At the very least. Or even a, a novella. Anyways, I'm spending too long on this dash talk, but... Oh, you know what else um, I was sort of disappointed about? Was the fact that... Um, so, Joe had this, like, choker, and then she writes, like, ruins in blood on it. And I was like, yeah, that would be so hot if it was Rune that had done the, the bloody ruins on her choker. Oh, yeah. I was like... <sighs> That could have been a great scene. I would have been like, fine, you didn't give me the spanking, but you got me a bloody choker scene. It's fine. But no. But I did like, I did like the final scene where he sees her and he's like, oh my gosh, like I kind of don't want to go anywhere. Like, I don't know. I'm like a sucker for those types of scenes because she sounded like she looked really hot and like Rune who's seen his fair share of females and, you know, of all species was like floored by her i'm like wow her power yeah um oh no wait s how did you feel about um abyssian like so he was mentioned quite a bit Mm. he was kind of like rune's friend yeah and he's the guy of the next book well the last one to be honest i don't remember i don't remember an abyssian (laughs) he's like he's like he's like satan he's like the demon of all demons yeah yeah and because his brother died his brother was gorloff so that was the villain in Cade's book, right? No. Oh boy, you're going way back, <laughs> way back in time. Damn, who was Gorlock? It no, it wasn't the guy from from Cade's book. That was the brother of of the other guy, the guy that fucked corpses. Oh right, Omor. Yeah. Well, I don't. Remember we shall so. see. I guess <laughs> we shall see in the next book. <laughs> so no thoughts. All right, monster of the story. Right for room. His monster was being a fucking idiot. <laughs> that was Do we need to monster. come up with a name for him? And I was thinking too, I was like, what name can I give him? Ruin the fucking idiot? Do you want to go we with that? We can go with that. We can go with that. Um, or Ruin. No, we need, it to, we need some alliteration here. I don't know. Well, we're going to have to know. think on that one. Yeah. We'll come he back needs, to that he one. He really needs a name. But no, I was like, be, I had like my little paragraph. I was like, oh, uh, Ruin, um, he had his, like, I thought about that, um, where he had like his apprehension of Joe 
uh, seeing his memories of when he was like in the brothel and um, I thought that played a lot in him not wanting to get close to her mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but then he went to go ruin it and I'm just like nope the monster is he's an idiot <laughs> that was his I mean I do think that like he has a very low esteem of his of himself not as in like he has no self-confidence but in the sense that like his own view of himself is very very low um but also what I had was like at some point he says let me just find the quote so he says she meaning uh Joe she fears of floating away I fear of extinguishing my emotions forever Mm. and I think Mm -hmm. I think that plays into his monster of like his low low esteem of himself or low image of himself I guess um have made it so he's really cut out every emotion in his life because to him he just became one thing and uh, let's be let, like let's be honest it wasn't his fault like his upbringing was yeah. really dark and you know yeah. it made him have that image of himself which wasn't accurate but it did make it so he believed that, like I said earlier on, he was only good for one thing, and that thing didn't allow for things like emotions. So, yeah, I think that's part of it for him. And like I said, for her, it was obviously like her fear of just going poof, you know, like just no one mm-hmm. knowing that she exists and having no one in her life. And, you know, imagine yeah. like you die and no one cares. I think that's, like, sort of part of it for her. So, for me, I kind of labeled it as, like, both of them not being able to let go of the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, for him, he was, like, obviously, like we said, like, I don't want to repeat what you said. Um, but, yeah, he was brutalized as a child. He was forced to be a prostitute. And, like, for 7,000 years, that's really all he thought, you know, his skills were. And, like, that's all he thought, you know, his future held for him. And... Yeah, he just sabotaged his relationship because he was still playing the prostitute because of his past. And, like, it caused for, like, like you said, him not having any self-worth or, like, having any, like, I guess, belief in himself. And, like, for Joe, she kind of was stuck in the past because of her brother. She couldn't seem to, you know, obviously remember what happened in the past. And you find out later on that she's from um, Apparitia, which is, like, a, a realm made of, like, phantom-like vampire creatures, um, and, yeah, and so basically, because of the past that she couldn't remember, she had, like, this intense desire to be the protector for Thad that kind of morphed into wanting to be his mother, and, like, because of her perceived failure of not being able to protect Thad or, like, not being able to be his guardian, um, she lived in the shadows and was never able to really form connections with people, and she, like, lived her life as a literal ghost because of, like, that one connection she held to anyone not being there anymore. And it kind of obviously connects to what you two said about her, like, you know, fearing floating away and, like, not being remembered by anyone. Yeah. So. But I do feel like saying, like, letting go of the past as far as ruin, like, it it implies making a conscious choice and, and being conscious of what you're going through, which I don't think he was. I think it was all, like, subconsciously he, he thought these things about himself and so he did those things type of thing whereas he needed to realize that he was sort of continuing this pattern because it was what was like instilled in his brain of like this is what you're worthy mm-hmm. of 
Um, so I don't think it was like a conscious decision to like let go of the past. It was more like just a realization yeah. he needed to, you know, come to that like do yeah. you realize the pattern that you're doing? Which is really interesting because like, yeah, oftentimes <coughs> I'm losing my voice. When you go through trauma like that, it has repercussions on your subconscious and makes you take those kinds of decisions that you're like, why do I keep on having this pattern in my life that is destructive or, you know, unfulfilling or whatever? And so, so yeah, I I don't think it was like letting go perhaps, but just like realizing the effects of the past maybe. And I think accepting what happened because he wasn't, like you said, he wasn't really willing to work through his traumas and like while of course he felt anxiety and fear of joe dreaming his past Mm -hmm. and like he kind of didn't want her to experience that that like he wasn't really dealing with what happened yeah this whole like idea of like or mentality i guess of like oh i'm tough enough i can just like keep on living my life i don't need to think about this i don't need to analyze these feelings and like figure myself out and who I am after trauma and like I just I'll just keep on moving on but then it's like that catches up with you you know and it's destructive and you shouldn't do that so I have a question should we do it after ranking no we should do it now um if you had the chance to be a primordial of a certain species what would it be Ooh. I don't know I thought the was it Alex Alexa I thought she was kind of annoying, but like she's kind of badass. But we didn't get to see any of her badassness. Mm-hmm. But she was um, she was a um something with the witches, no? Yeah, Some, she was like the oldest, the witch, oldest or, witch, like the. See, they got all the boomers of every like type of <laughs> Lorian. What is up with this? What boomer do you want to be? Um, what boomer do I want to be? Um, I. Well, you know what? I I mean, I, if I could be female, I would want to be like the female equivalent of what Ooh, Rune is. Like I Natalia. Think. Like that's pretty cool. You're a dark fae and a demon. Like Natalia. Who is that? The dark fae that was in the cell with Reagan and Thad, and like Thad kind of wants her to be like his partner. Oh, you're, yes, yeah. yes, okay, yeah, sure, like her, yeah. I just think that that's cool. I like the demons in this series. I would want to be a demoness, but then I'm like, the dark fae are kind of fun. Like that dark fae um, yeah. in Lothar's book, like the friend. Yeah, she was. She was cool. I So like the, the mix of the two is but like then, the best like, of both worlds. You're going to have to go you know? so long without being able to touch people, basically. But isn't that everyone in this series? <laughs> like, I guess. But I just feel like for them, like, they're still able to have connections with people prior to finding their mate. Mine is vampires because they can't get it up. All right. Well, you want you want me to change my answer? I'm going to change it to whatever gets me married to Sian because then I'm literally <laughs> Satan's wife. I know. and like, I love yeah, that. He's great. There you go. Uh, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> for me... I would like yeah. to be a primordial of, um, you know, something that has wings or either something. I don't know, man. I suck at this. I suck at these games. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really trying <laughs> to, like. 
But I feel like there's so many different things yeah. now. It's difficult. Um, and like too. maybe there's like a primordial cool. or like a species we haven't even discovered yet in the series. Like <clears throat> mermaids, you know, you never know. So maybe I could want to be a mermaid. Like I don't know. What kind of what kind of cough was that? Was that like a <coughs> We'll see. No, it was like <laughs> we haven't <laughs> discovered mermaids type. Oh, <laughs> meaning like that's like what we sh- like. I feel like we should like find a mermaid, like you know, a mermaid that could like That'd maybe cool. I guess have legs when they're on land or whatever. Because I don't know how that would work. But there's not a whole lot of water action in oh. these books. Have you noticed that? Besides the one time we went under the ocean to, like, get to... Maybe Marius. Oh. Maybe. We could. His mate. Yeah. But he also... Doesn't he grow a tail when he's in the water? Marius or whatever. Who? The, like, sea god. Ooh. He might, yeah. I mean, there were, like, underwater nymphs, which... Could True. be like the equivalent of a mermaid. Now, of a mermaid. I mean, just all this to say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever gets me lost there. No, you girls. Whatever gets me a Satan, and then whatever gets me lost there. No. This What's your my answer then? Because clearly, you probably oh, prepped one. Terrible. <laughs> well, okay, 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 okay. I know, I know. Okay. I'll, I'll change my answer. I'll be, you know reasonable about it no marrying satan unfortunately (laughs) maybe next week um what i will say is you know what i think i would be the female equivalent of the dragon shifter because that's cool as fuck you're like invincible i could burn you to the ground like that i'm a big ass dragon yes thank you i don't know what what the name of it is but yeah. (laughs) yeah i don't know what they're called either um, like Uther or something, Uther or something. Well, that's his name. Oh yeah, that's, that's his name. Actual name, but like, <laughs> not the species. Okay, fine. I have an answer. My answer is, I would like to be the primordial of, you know, an apparition. So that's what like Joe and Thaddeus is. So like they're you know half phantom, half vampire. That way, I still get to be a vampire and maybe get a vampire mate. But that's not what I'm. What's well, not why I'm focusing on that. Um, I like the idea of like disappearing, you know, like not disappearing, <laughs> like not like, <laughs> <laughs> but like if I ever need to fight, I can't fight for shit. So like that's why I'd be like whoop, in- mm. like invisible. Yeah, no, that's disappear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my answer. I think for me, what I really liked was um, what's his name? Orion. Oh, yeah. Orion. I don't know what he, he is. is. The one that can just like disappear. We don't know what he is. Do we? The mystery of that. I really love that he can just like easily destroy uh, worlds and. Yeah, just by like closing his fist. Oh. What if, like, oh my god, what if he's literally a god? Like, he's literally a god and Nyx is literally becoming a goddess. And that's that's them. Yeah. I guess. I just want to know what They're he like is. the Adam and Eve of the series. <laughs> They're like the parents. <laughs> Well, they kind of are, you know, like they're kind of yeah. like making well, things happen are. and like putting yeah. people together like meddling parents do. Um, yeah, I could see yeah. it. So you'd want to be Orion, the undoing? Orion, whatever mystery thing he is, because it seems like he's the only one of his kind, right? As far as we know. All right. All right. Let's rank the characters. Let's start with the women. Seth, you go first. Me? Okay, fine. Yeah. Go for All it. All right. 
not really much changed. Um, number 12 goes to Naomi, 11 Emma, 10th spot is Danny, 9th is Lanthe, 8th goes to Lucia, Lucia, Lucia. Um, 7th goes to Caro, 6th goes to Holly and Cleo, 5th spot goes to Mist, and then 4th is Katerin and Joe. Um, third spot is Sabine and Mariquetta. Second, Reagan. And first spot is Elizabeth. All right. Us. Everybody gets a number. Like, I didn't do, like, two for a number or anything. So I just did it like that. Um, Ooh, wow. You did it the right so way. 15, Naomi. 14, Daniela. 13th, Lanthe. 12th, Chloe. 11th, Miss. 10th, Katerine. 9th, Sabine. 8th, Carol. 7th, Elizabeth. Wait a minute. <laughs> 7th, Elizabeth. 6th, Emma. Fifth, Joe. Fourth, Reagan. Third, Lucia. Second, Holly. And first, Mariketta. Lock your doors at night. <laughs> I am coming. <laughs> Sabine and ninth. That's a good, what a that's shame a good number for her. What a disrespect. Good number. Marge feels so disrespected right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's my whole identity is like, Sabine. <laughs> All right. Mine is. In 12th spot is Emma, then 11 is Lenthe, 10th is Daniela and Josephine, 9th is Caro, 7 is Chloe, 6th is Lucia and Katerin, 5th is Mariquetta, 4th is Holly, 3rd is Mist and Ellie, 2nd uh, is Regan, and 1st is Sabine. And by the way, I did a lot of rearranging in my list. Pause. So, so Naomi didn't even place? <laughs> oh, <laughs> She's the last one. Sorry, I skipped her over. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. No, she's there. <laughs> All right, the men. Okay, men. Okay, 12 spot goes to Lachlane. Um, 11 to Thronos. <laughs> As his face. Um, 10th, Murdoch. 9th, Sebastian. And Nikolai. Eighth goes to Rune. Although I'm really like, I don't know. I, I think I might even put Rune to ninth, and then Nikolai stays at eight. Yeah, let's do that. Ninth, Sebastian and Rune, and then eighth, Nikolai, and then seventh goes to Gareth and McGreeve. Sixth spot is Cades. Fifth is Malcolm. Fourth is Rydstrom. Third is still Bowen. Uh, second is Conrad and Declan Chase, and then first spot. Surprise, surprise, Lothair. Okay, so the only reason, not the only reason, but there's multiple reasons, but one that really stuck out for me for Rune, like him being um, ninth, or was he eighth? No, he was ninth, is because of the amount of, like, people he's been with. I'm not shaming him in any way, but just think about it. He's 7,000 years old, and, like, he's been with multiple people each night. Like, that's kind of gross. But, Seth, that's literally every man on the list, besides the ones that couldn't no, ejaculate until they got I know, they got, yeah, I know but he's the, uh, like, oldest that we've ever encountered. 7,000. 7,000. <laughs> Think about, like, how has he not fucked the entirety of Earth? How did his dick not <laughs> like... fall off? <laughs> well, because he can't ejaculate. But, like, then again, it's like, ouch. Like, he can't. Because it wouldn't even just be one person a night. It would be multiple people 
at one time. Yeah. And then, yeah. like... But then he can never come. That's, they like, the biggest... They can still, like, you know, come, but they can't ejaculate any fluids. Why are we getting yeah. into biology here? Well, because it's just rotting in there. Ew! You know? It's not okay. coming out for 7,000 years. Gross. <laughs> Imagine the buildup. Like, he should be... One of the orcs from that other series that just keeps on fucking coming. And, like, <laughs> not, like, it just, like, falling out. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways let's um, hear yours. Yeah. S. S. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Last thing, so, one. She was uninterested by our conversation in uh, Seaman. <laughs> okay, so 15 Thronos, <laughs> 14 McGreeve, 13 Murdoch, 12 Conrad, 11 Sebastian, 10th Lothair... Ninth Nikolai, eighth Malcolm, seventh Declan, sixth Rune. He was gonna be fifth, but you know, um, fifth Wrightstone, fourth Black Lane, third Cadon, and then twelfth Gareth, and then first Bowen. Okay, two things. First of all, it's been a while since the Lothair episode. I did not remember he was that low on your list. She's doing it for spite. She is doing it for spite because I have her man at last no. spot. And I'm no, going to fight you. Listen. No, listen. Uh, last. What? Last time he was eighth. So he went down two. For who? For Rune? For Rune. Honestly, I honestly I would lock my doors at night because no, Mother's gonna get listen, you. And then <laughs> he, he ain't happy himself. about it. I don't no. even need to send my <laughs> man to you. He gonna kill you. <laughs> He heard your list and he's coming. When, as soon as like the sun goes down, he's coming. Let him come. Let him come. But also, but also, can I say that I'm feeling very victorious in the sense that um, Rystrom is fifth on her list. That is very high. I am. I'm taking that as a win. I'm winning today. Okay, fine. Take it as a win. Let's hear your list, Marge. <laughs> Whale. Whale. She turned southern on us. Thirteenth. <laughs> Whale. <laughs> 13th is Lachlan, 12th is Murdoch, 11th is Sebastian and Conrad, 10th is Malcolm, 9th is McCreeve, 8th is Trono, well, Thronos, 7th is Rune, 6th is Bowen, 5th is Cade, 4th is Garrett, 3rd is Nikolai, 2nd is Rydstrom and Lothair, and then 1st is Declan. Okay. Where do you have Bowen? Where's Bowen? Bowen is sixth. Oh, you know what? You have like my favorite guys, like. Okay, but Lachlan. your favorite guys, like Lachlan, should not even be a favorite. But we're not getting into that. You never yeah, gave Lachlan me your essay. Is... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you never gave us your tell-all. So S is just exa- excited for us to finish the series so we can stop being on her case about Lachlan. <laughs> he is staying. Well, we're almost done. All right. Well, that was that. <laughs> I still want to fight us. Tenth, tenth spot for enemy of all. He's gonna be. He's gonna go lower if you continue. He's gonna go lower on the next book. Just saying. Continue. I'm gonna move him down. You know you can double up, right? I didn't want to, but no, that's that's another thing. I didn't double up this time. Every everybody got a. Why don't you just double up? It makes life easier, even though we're cheating. No. If you if you had as to call on one of these men. To save you from Lothair, who would you call? Who do you think can take him on? Any of these men? If you say Lachlan, girl. <laughs> no. I think I would. Like, who 
who could really take him on? Exactly. It's taking her so long because she can't get an answer. Either Bowen or Rydstrom, I think. Good maybe. luck. They're going to die in two seconds. No? Sorry, I'm getting nasty, but like... <laughs> the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Bowen, I don't think so. No? Rydstrom maybe could fight him. No. And I say that with all the love in my heart, I don't think that Rystrom could. Like, if anything, I think Rune could stand a chance because of his blood. Like, if he could just, like, you know, get Lothair to, like, ingest his blood somehow, mm. then maybe. You um, know what? I would say, I would say Declan. Because Declan and Lothair has have this weird thing going on between them. Plus, because oh, you ship it, yeah. Because I ship it. Plus, <laughs> he actually did get one on Lothair at some point. So I do. But it's feel- only because Lothair chose to do that and be there. Sure, but I do think that they're both equal in mind. Equal in mind, but I don't know, like but- equal in. Force. But Lothar is not about the force. Lothar is about the mind games. True, true. So he's got, he needs someone who's on his level. And I do think that Declan's sort of insanity is, you know, comparable. So I do. That's true. I do think that those two could have fun together. And, you know, yeah. I can We know which fun you're talking about and thinking about and doing. All the sorts of fun. (laughs) All right. All right. Moving on. Ending this episode. I hope you liked it. <laughs> We're all over the place this episode. Yeah. Um, if you liked it, uh, you can um, message us on social media. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also on some podcast apps. You can list, leave us a little like. Uh, basically anything. Uh, and if you want to reach <laughs> us or find us online... You can reach us on Twitter at BRTMPod, as well as on Instagram at Romancing the Monsters Podcast. We also have a TikTok, which is Romancing the Monsters Pod. If you want some book recs, go check it out. Uh, and you can also email us at uh, Romancing the Monsters Podcast at gmail.com, which is the list that keeps on, on giving. But if, in case you missed any of that, it's always listed down below in the description of the episode. Um, you can also find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me as on both Instagram and Twitter at Book This Book. And you can find me, Saf, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros of Woes. I swear to God, it's a mental exercise to try and remember all of those <laughs> i know i'm like i commend you to like remember all of those uh yeah social Girl, media handles. That's, that's why my speech changes every week because it's like i can't remember what i'm saying every week you know it's like it's always in a different <laughs> order anywho uh that's it see you next week well hopefully see you next week <laughs> and uh, bye, bye. <laughs>